Hello and welcome to The Game Show, our LGBTQ plus game show where we discuss the news, LGBTQ facts, and more. The format is very simple. Each contestant will prepare three questions on three separate topics and take turns posing and eventually discussing these questions with the other contestant. The person who properly answers the most questions, or is the most humorous, wins. Today's contestants, fellow outcaster Jamie and myself, Sydney. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Sydney. How's it going? Pretty good. So you're back from college for the holidays? I am. Thankfully, needed the break. I'm back from college for the semester. Went to South Korea, got deported. Let's begin. Oh, boy. 2019 saw a lot of celebs come out as non-binary. Which of the following queer icons does not identify as non-binary? A. Sam Smith. B. Lakeland Watson. C. Janelle Monet. Or D. Bridget Payne. Hmm. I'm pretty sure Sam Smith does. Same with Janelle Monet. I don't know who the other two people are, so let's take a guess and go for Bridget Payne. The answer was actually Janelle Monet. Oh no. Janelle Monet is not non-binary, but she is a queer icon and a bisexual legend, and we stan. Don't you think it's great how there's more non-binary role models out there for young people to see and identify with? Absolutely. The more that they're in the media, the more that it's normalized. And it's really nice to see all these people really coming into themselves as they come into their fame as well. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I think more people are really starting to think differently about their own gender and gender as a concept and maybe thinking about it more fluidly instead of a black, white, male, female type of thing. Okay, now I'm really, I'm not sure about the Janelle Monet thing now. I'm really, I really hope that she's not non-binary. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm pretty sure I was, now I'm only 99% sure, but whatever. It's okay. All right, Jamie, hit us with your first question. All right. An LGBTQ homelessness charity called AKT partnered with YouGov, a polling company, for research and found the proportion of adults in the United Kingdom that would not feel proud to have an LGBTQ child. What's the proportion? A, 1 in 2, B, 1 in 4, C, 1 in 5, or D, 1 in 10? Okay, so, well, I would hope that it's zero, but out of the options, I guess I would hope that it's 1 in 10, but I don't think it's that one because that's the nicest one. But I don't think it's 1 in 2 because that's really, really bad. So I'm going to go with one in five. So close. We were actually one in four. Wow, that's terrible. Yes, it is. That means that about 75% of these parents would not feel proud to have an LGBTQ child. That's a humongous number. What's going on, United Kingdom? And I also found that 24% of homeless people aged 16 to 25 identified as LGBTQ, and more than three-quarters of them cited abuse and rejection from family as a reason for losing their homes. That's unacceptable. I don't understand how it gets to that point. That is really sad and unacceptable. You know what else is sad besides homeless LGBTQ youth? What, Sydney? The fact that we both have zero points. We're doing great. Go us. (laughs) Objectively, we're not. All right, how about your next question? This year, Taiwan made waves by becoming the first country in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage. Which country was the first in the world to legalize it? A. Canada B. The Netherlands 
C. Argentina, or D. South Africa? I don't know why, but I feel very sure about the Netherlands. That's because it's correct. Yay! So, the Netherlands legalized same-sex marriage in 2001, and they were the first country in the world to do so. But all the other countries I've mentioned do also recognize marriage equality. And now there are 28 countries in the world that recognize same-sex marriage. Well, that's great. We're yeah. moving up in the world. We wish it was 195 countries, but unfortunately, the world is not yet there. It's going to be hard for a lot of different countries, especially ones that are really focused on religion, to legalize something like same-sex marriage. And so, you know, one country at a time is great, and 28 is great for now, but we would hope that that number moves up quickly. It's a long fight, but it's an important one, and it's one that a lot of people care about. Let's move on to our next question, Jamie. Former Alabama Chief Justice Roy Moore is planning to run for the Senate as a Republican in 2020. He's known for being very anti-LGBTQ, a reputation he furthered at a recent speech when he suggested a new policy. Which of these was it? A. Making same-sex marriage illegal. B. Removing transgender rights. C. Making sodomy illegal. Or D. All of the above. Wow, that is a doozy. I feel like there has been a lot of talk about reversing Supreme Court decisions like Roe v. Wade. So it would make sense that somebody would bring up Obergefell and Windsor, the Supreme Court's two marriage equality cases. But there also has been a lot of talk about transgender rights in the media lately. Making sodomy illegal seems like a bit of a challenge, but that was the law for a very long time. Nothing is too outrageous in this society anymore. So I'm going to go with all of the above. Unfortunately, you are correct. Oof. I think that's a really ridiculous plan. And he was quoted saying, we have to go back to what we did back in the 60s and 70s, back to a moral basis. We had abortion laws in our country and our state. Oh, yeah. The 60s and 70s. I can remember those days. Racism, homophobia, sexism. I would love to go back. What a party. Truly. I'm ready for my next question. All right. Back before people could easily be publicly out, gay men and lesbians needed ways to be identifiable to each other. So they'd wear accessories that were subtle enough that straight people wouldn't recognize them, but specific enough that other gay people would. What was one such accessory that lesbians wore in the 1920s to signal to other lesbians? A. A monocle. B. A top hat. C. A pocket square. Or D. An eye patch. Hmm. Well, I recognize the pocket square. I feel like gay men used to use pocket square. And I feel like, you know, like walking, hundreds of women walking around with monocles is kind of sus. Like, I don't know why people wouldn't think twice about that. Same with an eye patch. I don't know. I guess I'm just going to go see again. Pocket square. You are incorrect. It is actually the monocle. Apparently, we did have a bunch of women walking around with monocles in the 1920s. Maybe it was less weird back then. I don't know. How can so many people just walk around with that? I can't imagine using a monocle. Like, how do you see? I don't really know. Maybe other people needed monocles to see. Maybe there were a lot of people with poor vision in one eye. I don't know. Maybe it was a fashion thing, like how people wear glasses with no prescription now just because they want to wear glasses. That's true. You know, maybe now that the 20s are back, monocles will make a comeback. Ooh, I'd be excited to see that. 
Find them at your local lesbian bar. <laughs> Monocles 2020. Okay, Jamie, give us the last question. All right. The fast food chain Chick-fil-A is well known for donating to anti-LGBTQ charities. There has been some pushback to this and recent boycotts, and recently the company announced a change in policy regarding donating to anti-LGBTQ charities. What was it? And buckle in, because these are long. A. They have dropped their support for them and have promised to not donate to them in the future. B. They have dropped them for now, but are open to supporting them again. C. They have acknowledged the criticism, but have not stopped supporting them. Or D. They have committed themselves to donating to pro-LGBTQ charities from now on. Well, I'm going to say it's definitely not D that they have committed themselves to donating to pro-LGBT charities from now on. Because that's just not something they would do. Maybe... I'm going to guess B, that they've dropped them for now but are open to supporting them again. You are absolutely correct. There's been some debate as to whether or not this is true because the CEO of Chick-fil-A, Dan Cathy, said that his company fully upholds Christian beliefs and Christian values. So that would lead me to believe that they still support anti-LGBTQ charities. I would hope his Christian beliefs lead him to believe that everyone should be loved equally. But according to a lot of other people that have Christian beliefs at this particular time, they're very anti-LGBTQ and they're still discriminating against people actively. I would encourage everyone to make their own chicken sandwiches. You can find some great recipes online for Chick-fil-A sauce that don't support Chick-fil-A and homophobic organizations. Very true. And I don't know if this is true or not because I've never eaten at Chick-fil-A, but I feel like all of the special sauces from all of the fast food places are exactly the same thing. Yeah, I haven't eaten at Chick-fil-A either, but every special sauce seems to just be Russian dressing. The world may never know. Ooh. So to wrap up, we have two points for me, Sydney, and one point for Jamie. I win. Eh. Jamie, thanks for joining me on the game show. Thanks for having me. 